Welcome to Lead Agent Empire, Episode 9. Yowza! So, <laughs> today we're going to talk about how to easily start a strong email list as a real estate agent. And you may be wondering, what is one of the best ways to stay in contact with your real estate leads? Um, by building a strong email list. That's how. So, building a list is so important because it's a great way to not only uh, gather your potential clients' information, but you can stay in touch with them with helpful information. So, it's um, one of those things where you want to be a resource to them, and a re and a really strong email list is a great way to stay in touch. A lot of times people are like kind of set and forget with their real estate list um, or they don't build it at all. Right. Um, but it's a huge asset that you can use in your business as a real estate agent. Um, so you also might be wondering like, how do you get started building an email list um, as a real estate agent? And uh, something Mark's worked a lot on in the last few years and something that he's really done, whether it's through his CRM or just kind of like personal touches that he's developed on that. So in this episode of the Lead Agent Empire podcast, we're gonna go over why an email list is so important, uh, the tools you can use to start one, and our recommendations on how to take steps to getting your first or your 100th and first uh, email subscriber so that you can grow your list effectively. Right, right. And um, so why is it important to build an email list as a real estate agent? It's because as they say, the dollars are in your list. And if you don't have a sphere, if you don't have a list of people you're constantly, keyword being constantly in touch with, not just one time or two times, that is what's going to make the difference. I can't tell you how many agents I know who let's let's face it let me just be brutal here they're just lazy they don't reach back out to people more than once it's like what is wrong with you first of all you paid or maybe you worked hard to get that lead to put that person into your crm or however you're touching with them over and over whatever touches you're using whether it's mailers or social media or phone calls or text um, you you made an effort of some sort whether monetarily or physically you made some sort of effort to get them and acquire them for your list so make the additional effort to keep after them because Alessandra being a marketing expert will tell you that you're gonna get more value out of someone who's an existing client than pursuing someone brand new, right? How do you say that? Like acquisition yeah, I mean, is more expensive. So, acquire, than... so acquiring a new client, for example, in marketing in general, is usually like five times or more cost prohibitive than getting, you know, using the people you already have on your list or past customers and things like that in order to grow your business. So um, a lot of people focus so much on new, 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 but I mean, what's been surprising and what Mark has tried to teach a lot of other agents is that he's had people that have become clients a year or two years yeah. after he first had years that first touch and you're gonna hear us talk about touch right it's not right. nothing weird it's just it's, we're talking it's nothing about appropriate <laughs> nothing you won't not, have to call yeah. hr no nothing no like it's that. nothing weird we're talking about you know the touches that you have to have are kind yeah. of those communication touch points yeah. with your clients Staying and you know and i think you read somewhere that was like 12 no it was like more than that 20 I, maybe i, I, I want to say it was like 20 i feel like it's 20 because actually every year in general in marketing it's, every yeah. year the number of touch points you have to have with a customer gets right. bigger because it gets more competitive there's a million people i mean that's not an exact number but there's so many people competing for the same client you may think that that lead or that person you got you're the first agent they've spoken to Probably not true. They've probably spoken to many others and they don't even know your name. I can't tell you how many times I've acquired a lead. I've reached out to them and like, who? Who is this? Why are you bothering me? Unsubscribing. You've got to remember to always reintroduce yourself to people, remind them who you are, 
and, and stay top of mind because I can't tell you too how frustrating it gets where you might have been faithfully and diligently reaching out to someone again and again and somehow they went and bought a house or sold a house to some other agent and you're like, what in the world is this? I was the one communicating with you for years and you cheated on me, for lack of a better word. You cheated on me because, for what? I mean, maybe you didn't stay in touch with them uh, long enough. I learned yeah. that early on. And, and there is a balance. We'll talk a little bit about that. You cannot be a stalker. I mean, there's this, <laughs> you have to be like, hey, 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 every day, like getting in touch with them. But there's the right amount. You know, I think if someone is a longer term kind of person who's wanting to buy a year from now, you're going to have kind of different amounts of touch points for them. If someone's ready to buy in the next month, you're probably right. going to be more actively in touch with them and you're going to have different topics that you mm. get in front of them versus someone who's just like maybe learning the different areas right. around them so right. you know really customize it to to each person and what um, how long the sales cycle is for that particular person yes. in their life yes the sales cycle is so important you're gonna get those occasional people who are highly motivated and they're ready to buy in the next zero to three months and then you're gonna get some people who like the stats say for social media leads sometimes some people can be as long as 11 to 19 months before they buy and I've experienced this in my own life so just don't lose heart like anyone you acquire today you got to stay diligently nurturing them because you never know who you've acquired today as a lead and may become your buyer or seller next year it has happened to me over and over it will happen to you but you got to understand the sales cycle is not immediate and that's a, a big problem a lot of agents don't understand when they get into this just like when I first got into real estate you thought okay I'm a real estate agent I'm ready to go let's let's get some deals closed let's make some money I got to pay my bills and a lot of agents struggle with this not realizing that it's not just about getting your license jumping in and now suddenly you're making money no I've counseled a lot of people who've asked me about getting in real estate and I've had to have this honest candid conversation with them about hey look how much time do you got before you can uh, how much time can you go without a paycheck because you're going to go without a paycheck right away now if you want to get into leasing right away as a real estate agent okay there's some quick wins you can get but sellers and buyers those are going to take some time you can't expect to be closing deals right away. It just doesn't happen unless you're one of the very few lucky people that that happens to. Yeah. But it's and, not the norm. And so speaking of which, so that like how Mark is talking about is like nurturing people, you know, so in marketing, you want to nurture your customers or potential clients. And so um, the, the really important way to do that is like we're talking about to stay front of mind. And so um, let's talk a little bit about which tools you can use in order to do like nurture sequences, follow up sequences. There's different terms for it. Sometimes it's called a drip sequence. Um, some of these are CRMs and some of them are more like email service providers, which are called ESPs. So you'll hear us in general talk a lot about these kind of things. Um, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the ones that we use. So um, I'm going to get into kind of the some of the ones that we've heard other people using um, in marketing and in real estate. Um, one of the the kind of old school ones like back in the day was a uh, a Weber and so a Weber is still around there they're pretty good but um, again like kind of the older a platform is sometimes I always say it becomes like band-aids on band-aids where you know you're really like you're not having the most like the fastest most like modern you know kind of platform so a Weber is still good if you're using it it's still totally usable um, but it's a little bit of older platform um, the one that everyone hears about of course is MailChimp yeah, uh, see it a lot. MailChimp is like the the jam because everyone starts there you know why because MailChimp has a free account so when you you start for a free account I think it's like under a certain amount of um 
of subscribers. You can keep it as a free account. MailChimp's a little behind the times in terms of automation. They're kind of getting uh, more improved on automation, but that's not really like they're what, where they've come from. They've come from more of like a email blast and just kind of like doing like one-off emails to large groups of people. Um, they are adding in some more automation in the last couple of years. Um, another one that's relatively recent, a little bit newer than MailChimp is ConvertKit. And ConvertKit was started as more like a blogger tool that uh, like a lot of bloggers were using. It's not necessarily only for bloggers, but um, that's just kind of where it got popular. Um, and ConvertKit does have kind of a mix of landing page tools and um, an email providing email service provider um, in order to send out emails. So they're a really good one. Um, a lot of people seem to like them. But we'll talk about my personal favorite, our personal favorite, which is Active Campaign. And so Active Campaign is one that I've used in my marketing business and, and Mark's used as well in his real estate business. Um, this is one that we will we give our full, full recommendation for. Um, if you want to find out a little bit more and kind of have a rundown about Active Campaign in some ways we feel you can use it for your real estate business, business go to Leech, Leech, I can't even speak. That's how excited I am about it. <laughs> So go to leadagentempire.com slash active campaign and you can kind of learn about what our like top automation are, uh, our automation sequences are in there. And so right. Mark sent it, he's really good. He's like a pro on the automation side with the CRMs. So he's going to talk a little bit about, uh, about that right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, I have a, a fellow real estate agent who he actually hired a software developer to create him some sort of magical Google doc. Uh, where he, I don't even know how he did it, but it was just interesting to me. He didn't have a CRM, so he was like, hey, Mark, I'm going to use a Google spreadsheet. My um, developer created a way that as soon as I put some lead into it on a, on a new row, it's going to auto-text them and email them for me. It was really cool. And I'm like, that's great, dude. You know what? My CRM already does that, the way I've set it up. I personally have used Conversion and KV Core. I've used a couple others as well. We've tinkered with Zoho, the KW one, once upon a time. But um, what I really like about Conversion and KV Core is that they allow you to add in texts as well, which is huge. We know that the open rate on text messages is far better than you're going to get on emails. And not saying you spam the heck out of people and nothing like that. you got to be careful um, how often you're touching base with people via text message. But it is more effective than an email. Um, I went through, here's a quick lesson for you. Um, I learned a, a hard lesson that if you are spamming people with emails uh, too frequently, Google may see you or, or whatever mail server you're using may see you as a spammer. Oh, go figure. And uh, I had to spend some effort unwinding that uh, negative situation because people were not seeing my emails. I'm talking about even close clients that I'd been emailing with back and forth. They're like, I, I didn't see your email. Even my I, wife. And I will say, though, this is a testament to how well Mark has done in marketing because he had such a large number of leads that were in his CRM right, that because thousands. thousands, thousands of leads in his CRM. So it's one of those things that shows how much he was doing in terms of lead generation. It was like there's so many and he was doing so many touches that it became a little too much that right. like Google was penalizing him for that. So you have to have the right amount. Um, you also have to keep like your spam score down and you with most of these email service providers, you can see that your spam score is, is below a certain amount. You want to keep it below 1%. If you're getting too many 
many complaints, then what's going to happen is the, 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 you know, the, the ESPs like Google and things like that are going to say like, Hey, this, this seems like a spammer. It's being marked or reported as spam too much. Right. And you're going to end up in spam. Um, I also want to say on the CRM route, a lot of people cannot access conversion because it's something that your broker may or may not have. Right. And it's very expensive if you do it by, by yourself. yourself. It is. It's um, hundreds so of I, you can roll kind of quote unquote, roll your own CRM where you right. use stuff like HubSpot or whatever. But I do also recommend active campaign for this because they have True. like a, a certain plan that mm -hmm. um, has a built in CRM and email system. So you can send right. out emails, even text, do CRM, you, you can do text, even all text, of that with yeah. an active campaign. So, um, so it's a tool that we really like if you're, if you're wanting to kind of just like use your own tool that goes with you, no matter which right. broker you go to. And the automations are really great with active campaign too. Like if, if you're part of a team, like if you're teaming up with the lender, if you're teaming up with other agents and you all share leads, what you can even do is when new leads come in to your active campaign, you can make, you, you can send it to up to five people total. So like automatically you and whoever else you want to can receive that same lead. That way you guys can tag team the lead, make sure that someone's reaching out because reaching out to a lead is critical right away. They're freshest. I mean, your best opportunity to close the lead is when you are the first one to come in contact with them right away. Um, so the other thing I want to mention about CRMs is you, so what I did with my CRM too, is you got to tinker with different campaigns you're going to make. I suggest making not just one size fits all kind of drip campaigns. So I have certain campaigns for people who are, who I'm playing the long game with someone who's maybe not going to buy this year or next year. I've literally had people tell me, Oh yeah, I'm going to buy in two years. It's like, really? You just became a lead, but you're like two years out. So you got to have these things ready. So I have certain campaigns that are good for if someone's really aggressively looking right now, then I have a more aggressive drip campaign, maybe a combination of texts and emails. If someone's longer out a year or six months, two years, whatever, I have a, a a lighter amount of touches they'll get. Maybe I'll touch base with them through one text message and one email a month, something like that. It just depends. You have to gauge how seriously committed someone is to buying or selling a house in the near term versus the, the long term. And that, that is the best way to avoid any potential issues because what you're inevitably going to come up uh, to um, in the future is some people are going to get mad at you. You're just going to experience some irate list people <laughs> who are going to be like, who are you? Why are you bothering me? You'd be surprised how many people just don't understand how they got on your list in the first place and who will give you hell <laughs> about yeah. them being there. I always joke that you could have something, I mean, this, I've joked about this for years, but uh, you could have something in bright red letters like, you are about to subscribe to this list right now if you click yeah. this button. And there will be people who are just like, what are you doing? Why are you sending me email? Because they don't remember or they just don't even know what they're doing and they'll be like super mad. <laughs> uh, the thing that Mark has learned over the years is, yeah. and I mean, me too as a, as a marketer, is you don't get don't get upset. Like, oh, it, yeah. you know, it it, laugh it off. It's one of those things where, um, I handle mean, it. yeah, it yeah, handle it, <laughs> remove them from your list right, right, immediately. Right. Just ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, just think of it as one less person that's wasting your time. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like yeah. in anything, in any marketing, if this is a person yes. who is like, is not interested in what you have to, to sell to them, basically, then just, you know, get them right. off your list and be like, cool, right. one less person that is not actually willing to yes. work with me, you're, you know, you're like, grooming. let's, yeah, grooming, you're grooming exactly. your list. Mm -hmm. And it's the best thing that could happen to you because you don't want thousands of people in your database. You're like, should I spend some energy reaching out to them or not? I get excited now when people tell me to unsubscribe because I'm like, great, that's one less person I have to waste any time or energy on because they're not interested, obviously. And that's going to get you closer to the people you do need to spend energy on. I talked to a very successful real estate agent, uh, much like myself, and I asked him what he was doing because he had a large list as well and he said 
he made a serious effort to groom that list as often as possible and to get rid of people he should not be wasting time on. It's just, you know, be so bold as to ask them, like, hey, do you want me to unsubscribe you? Because I don't want to waste your time and I don't want to waste mine. And that's only going to help you. I mean, why would you spend time on 100 people and maybe half of them aren't interested when you can whittle it down to the top 10 or 20 who are interested and who you should be focusing your time on? Yeah, and by the way, speaking of that, that's a concept in marketing that's called list hygiene. And so list hygiene is important in anything because for example, you know, I've had things where I've come in and a list has been, for example, a few years old. And I was like, we're literally going to send to these people a few times and anybody who does not open it within like a couple months or a month or something like that, um, we're going to take them off the list completely. And, you know, the lar like for Mark, the larger his lead list gets, the more important it is to groom because if you don't groom, those people potentially aren't even using those email lists anymore or email addresses anymore because it's been five years or something like that. And then what happens is they become spam traps. So um, they are, they could potentially be an issue for you having that deliverability lower and having right. problems getting into the inbox. So right. um, list hygiene is really important. So that's the last that's thing right. I'll say about it that. Is. Well, one more last thing. About <laughs> oh, the never mind. Listen, listen, it's a quick one. What she was saying about your spam score. Yes, because um, anyone you leave in your list who genuinely doesn't want to talk to you, and they might mark you as spam. You, you Remember, you get these emails from Google and there's an option to mark that email as spam. Spam. You don't want people to do that to you. That's probably what happened to me once upon a time. So make sure you're actively trying to groom people out because you want to get them out before they start marking you as spam because for whatever reason, they don't remember who you are in the first place, even though they signed up for your list. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> no, I'm saying. Okay. so, um, so you're probably wondering like, how do you build a list from right. scratch? So like a lot of people haven't even started building their list, even if they've been an agent for years. Um, I think the key thing is you want to bring value and you know, like it's one of those things where I'm sure for you, you know, even with our content, you know, we're bringing value and, and you're seeing some value in what we're doing. And, um, so, you know, give your potential clients a reason to sign up with what's called a lead magnet. So a lead magnet is just kind of a little, you know, uh, they call it an ethical bribe, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of something that's saying like, Hey, here's why it's right. worthwhile to sign up with me and to sign up to my email list. Um, and, you know, it might be, it might be something simple. I know you've tried some things, Mark, you've yeah. done some, yeah, uh, local lists, like yeah. great restaurants to eat at in your area mm -hmm. or um, you even did like uh, for for one time he Coupons. did something that was like um, you know he was targeting a very specific neighborhood and they were kind of right. older so he tried something where he did like kind of a social media guide because you know right. Right. They didn't know how to use social media. Right. And so he was like, hey, this is something that they struggle with um, because the demographic's a little older. And it seemed mm -hmm. to you know, work well in terms yes. of getting people reaching out. You've done um, right. like the, and the, and the, um, and the, like, kind of how much is your property worth? That's a really yes, good one. It's a common one. Um, you know, that's more, that's like kind of not right. like, it's somewhat a lead magnet, but it's also just kind of like a right. an opt in, you know, option or things like that. But right. um, so, yeah, so you built, uh, you tried a few different uh, landing yeah, page builders for lead magnets. What haven't I tried? <laughs> yes. Um, and what did I use? I can't remember the um, the landing page I used to use. With, uh, well, I'll tell you the one I use now. Uh, we we use Landingy. Uh, crazy name, but a great service, <laughs> and it's very inexpensive. Um, when I bought it a while back, it was like a, there was a really super sale. You pay once, and it was yours for life. Versus like a monthly bill or a yearly bill. 
Um, I recommend checking out Landini. If you want to check it out, go to leadagentempire.com slash L-A-N-D-I-N-G-I. Landini. Landini. <laughs> It's fun to say. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is hilarious. And so you want to have an opt-in available on that landing page that you build in a tool. Like some people use lead pages. Lead pages again is one of like the earliest ones for for uh, building landing pages. Um, I like kind of newer tools. They're they're fine. I mean, a lot of people use them. Uh, landing is a little bit more modern, and there's some that are like you know you can go as like advanced as something like unbounce and unbounce is really cool because you can do split testing and you can do multiple versions and see which one is performing better from your ads and it automatically like kind of puts different versions of the page against each other to see which one is performing best. But I think start simple like Landingy, for example, is a really easy way to just build out pages on your site. Or if you had WordPress, you know, we use thrive themes to build out pages. There's a few different tools that we use just depending on what it is. So, right. um, it, you know, depending on if you have a technical resource or not, um, some of these are really easy for you to just be able to quickly knock out those pages. Right. Um, so have that opt-in, that lead magnet available on the landing page um, and link it up, you know, connect it to whatever, um, you know, integration you need for your email provider or CRM. So you can connect it to ActiveCampaign or whatever CRM you're using. Right. So how I do it is, um, we use Zapier, and I've heard. I used to call it Zapier. I don't know why. I heard someone call it Zapier I once upon a time. <laughs> but it makes sense. Well, Alessandra, oops, sorry, I bumped the mic. Alessandra explained it to me. It's Zapier. It's a zap. There are zaps that you make. Yeah. These automations that you create, um, whether like an event occurs, like you got an email and you want to then forward that email to a CRM, or or you showed up somewhere via GPS and you want to add that location to your. Uh, a spreadsheet, which was really cool. I mean, if I ever wanted to track when I left a meeting or got to a meeting, that was a pretty cool zap you could create. It tells you, it tells you when you arrived, when you left, based on your phone's GPS. There's a lot of really cool things you can do with Zapier. Uh, the account I have, I think, is like 20 bucks a month. It's not mm. that expensive, but it will take your leads, for example, just as one of many zaps you can create. It'll take those leads, transfer them from Active Campaign via Zapier to whatever CRM you're using. Uh, and that's how I do it, uh, for example. So really important to learn and get more familiar with different automations you can use and apply in your business. It'll simplify your life because a lot of the tasks you do in real estate are going to be repetitive. Really, you have to find a way to automate them. And it's going to make your life so much easier. Yeah. And another cool thing with Zapier, you can do things like, for example, sending, if you have something like active campaign you, or, you know, leads from Facebook or things like that, you can send those to a Google doc so that let's say some third party, let's say you have an assistant or you have someone who's going to be calling those leads to follow up and try and like nurture them. Um, you know, they can keep track on that kind of stuff without having to go into some other tools. So um, it's a really cool tool. Don't get intimidated by that. I'm sure we're going to have some, some training in the, academy for that so that you can learn a little bit more about how to use some of those for your for your business in real estate because it's it can get really in depth we're not going right, to go crazy right. with it right now on this podcast <laughs> level yes <laughs> so yeah so we're going to talk about kind of what comes next and then we'll That's wrap right. it up yeah so what happens next well once you've got some email signups once you've got people in your list you need to as we said before stay in contact with them regularly not just once or twice and then you're done regularly stay in contact via newsletters or links to your social media or success stories, maybe some reviews that you got on your page, show people what's going on in the market, like, hey, here's what's going on in your neighborhood, here's what's going on in the area in general, here's how long homes are staying on the market, maybe now is the best time to list your home for sale, things like that. 
uh, just talk to people about, explain to people the different processes, uh, the different things that occur through a home buying or selling process. Some people just want to be educated about how the process works. I meet a lot of people who are just completely clueless about how to buy or sell a home, and they just really want to hear from you about how that process actually works. It takes the, the fear out of it. It takes the mystery out of it. Um, and one other thing I'll say, too, is Mark's done really well with adding some just personal touches to his CRM. Yeah, it's automated, but he'll he'll like put stuff in there that's just like, Hey, how have you been? Or like, you know, different things like he'll reach out. Some of it's, I always say there are things that scale and things that don't scale, right? So some of the things that don't scale is if he has certain clients that have been like really good potential leads and they seem pretty active, but they haven't like taken the next step yet. He'll do something manually where he'll send like a video text message or something like that. Mm. Some people use bomb bomb for it, but you can right. even just send like a text message video right. um, and say like, you know, Merry Christmas or whatever. Right. And uh, I remember a client that yeah. he, ended up that yeah, cheated yeah. on him first but then came back to him uh <laughs> then she was like man i just yeah. thought you're such a hustler because and you know you you like you sent me a happy thanksgiving you know video personalized, personalized video. to me yeah. and i mean i think i've heard I heard people were like, oh, I don't believe that works, you know, yeah, it but works. it works because it works. it's like people see that you're taking the time yep. to, to send them specifically a video yes. on LinkedIn. You can do um, like voice messages and different platforms. You can do voice messages if you want to yep. start with that instead of doing video. But yeah. video is always really powerful because they get to know who you are and they're like, oh, there's a real human. Like if, right. if they're on 20 different agents, real estate, you know, real estate agents lists, which unfortunately yeah. nowadays yeah. <laughs> they probably are on 20 list right. and not only that then they're out. on like zillow and you know all these other places you have to stand out you have to be um showing above the noise right so right. um so personalize it like do a combination of some stuff in your crm that's just like hey how's it going mm -hmm. but also if there's people who are like kind of your top people that you really need to stay in touch with yeah. create some personal touches for them too right even don't be afraid to shoot someone a video text or a video facebook messenger or instagram you know, um, or on Twitter too. You can do that as well. I've done all those things. I've gotten clients through live videos. I've gotten clients through uh, Twitter. I mean, random places that you never would expect uh, to get a client from. But yeah, try anything and everything. I mean, that's what got me to where I am is I did try. I've exhausted every avenue I can think of. And um, yeah, this is definitely the way to approach it. So I know we talked a lot about that. We talked about active campaign as one way to get started and a few other CRMs as well. We know this is a lot of work and we know this is very intimidating. We understand the struggle of having more than one task on your already lengthy to-do list. Everyone thinks, oh, real estate agents, all you do, I've had so many people tell me, oh, yeah, I would love to just show houses all day. They have no clue what it is you do all day. And granted, it's not really their fault. Of course, there's ignorance out there. Unless you've been in the shoes of a real estate agent, you're not going to understand what we go through. Uh, there's just a lot that goes into the process and people think we make too much money. They have no idea. <laughs> we make probably the right amount of money when you add For how much effort it is. Yes, yeah. because <laughs> what they also don't understand is there are people you work so hard to get as leads and then you work so hard to nurture them to become an active client and then you get them through the pre-approval process and then you have to show them houses and then you've got to actually get them under contract and even then you're not safe. Your paycheck, which you still have not received, is still unsafe 
because you could still have the deal fall apart at the finish line. And it has happened. It's happened to every agent. It has happened to myself. You will have it happen to, and it will stink, but it's going to be a learning opportunity. Yeah, and I think that's even more reason why you have to nurture the people mm-hmm. who are in your you know, email list and CRM and all that kind of stuff is because, you know, you need to kind of have that, like, pipeline, right? And you have to have that pipeline coming up. Um, for potential people to replace things that fall through. It doesn't happen right. as, you know, super often most of the time, but, you know, just plan for that. And right. the best way is to have a really strong email list, one of the best ways. Um, yes. and so And stop. so on that note, too, we know it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And we know, like, we were just talking about Zapier alone is, like, something that's so in-depth and, you know, you kind of take it piece at every piece at a time. So what we want to do is what we've created is um, a place where you can learn as much as you can and monthly have topics that we go into depth and we really talk about here's how you do like start to finish here's the step-by-step process so um you know if you want to sign up for the waiting list it's called agent growth academy and um we're launching that uh, very soon and so if you want to sign up for the waiting list um go to agentgrowthacademy.com slash waitlist and um that's where you'll be able to sign up and get notified to become a founding member and truly get the help that we wish that we had mm. when we were first starting out with our real estate <laughs> business and journey because it would have been awesome to yeah. Yes. have some shortcuts so um best learning is learning from someone else's mistakes mm-hmm. rather than having to go through it yourself exactly so yeah let us help you do that mm-hmm. we'll do that we made the mistake so you don't have to <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> all um, right well thank you so much for listening and yes. we look forward to hearing uh from you guys if you have any questions but uh we'll see you on the next episode all right see you then